0: Allow me to speak a few words tonight about some of the basic principles and some of the cornerstones that we have in the teaching of Mahayana Buddhism. As we all know, Zen is one of the later developments in the history of Buddhism that came about as a school of its own 1,200 years after the historical Buddha lived. Looking at it historically, we can say that Buddhism as an institution is going through a process of change in the same way that everything that exists in this universe goes through a process of change of, hopefully a change that is somewhat an increase in maturity. Now, certainly you have a point if you would like to interject that maturity is a human concept. Absolutely it is from the point of view of the universe change that leads to deterioration to the vanishing of the teaching would be as true and as real as our human wish to have development go into the direction of maturity of more liberty, of being freer from whatever limitations there are. But since I'm a human being and the only thing that I can speak about is my own understanding from my life experience, from the few rounds of sitting that I have had and... From that point of view, it is still a good intention of mine and a trust that I have in the activity of Dharma that ultimately it develops into the direction of that increased freedom, of less restriction, of an evolutionary process that Gradually over time brings forth new manifestations of life, of understanding, of society, of religion, of spiritual paths, and so on. So, be that as it may, here we find ourselves in the year 2017. coming out of a year that was full of polarization, of strife in the world, of unspeakable humanitarian issues in the world, war, the killing of fellow human beings on account of a fixated point of view. And there is no difference if that fixated point of view is the fixation of religious extremism, if it is the fixation of a political idea, of an ideology, if it is the fixed point of the hatred of those who are different than oneself is. Ultimately, it does not matter. Fixation on ideas, ideologies, cultural values, or so perceived values of religion are all equally a hindrance. And often, as we have seen, lead to unspeakable violence. Greed, anger, and delusion are the three roots of these hindrances that keep us from engaging in that process of gradual maturation. Now in 2017, With much anticipation, people look into the future, having experienced changes in the political landscape, witnessing changes in the world, in our climate, having the year 2016 declared the hottest year on record. Changes that were due to people passing away. All of that fills us with anticipation of what is to come. Somehow, and it doesn't matter what time what year in the history of humankind anyone has lived in, always there were some clear phases in which we experience ourselves living in adversity. From a personal point of view, we often have that feeling in the beginning of our practice, if things don't work out, or if we don't practice at all, we don't get what we want. Because there is something out there that is against us. If only this person were so-and-so, if only this event would happen, or this and that would not have happened, then things would be fine. That is a very unreflected view of what reality is. We can look at the political landscape in the same way, and it probably is not what most of us would like it to be. We can look at the world in the middle of its strife. Of warfare and it probably is not what most of us like e- either. And there are human beings who like to see the world fight, consume war materials, drive up prices on commodities, increase political and economic influence across regions. All of that. How are we going to live in this kind of burning house as practitioners, as human beings who have the intention to awaken to awaken to a different mode of being that is not unconditionally driven by greed, anger, and delusion. Our first reaction could be to reject. And we often hear that in bold statements. I completely reject the notion, blah, blah, blah. Well, that is just another kind of fixation. We have to be more careful when we express an opinion like that. It is okay to be not in agreement with, but We cannot just reject that, what we don't like to be there, especially if it is right in front of our eyes. Spiritual practice like Zen and many other practices, including practices of the heart, of loving-kindness, of devotion to the opening of our human spirit, our human heart, all of them know that you cannot fight that what is incomplete, that what is limited, with an opposing limited view. Violence will beget violence. Hatred, if answered with rejection and hatred, will just increase that wheel driven by greed, anger, and delusion. Now the important thing here is not to look at it in the dualistic way and just think that we have to do the opposite. So if somebody hates us, we have to love them. That would be too easy that would still be fixated in the dualistic dichotomy of good and evil, of dark and light. But stepping beyond that and manifesting full acceptance of what is there while keeping up our intention and our work in this world to move it forward to even help those who are fixated let a little bit of space be created in their grasping is something that has to go beyond this black and white projection of good and evil non-dualistic action that truly embraces both sides is what is called for. Here we sit in this room, people completely different from each other, coming from different nations, having grown up in different cultures having been raised with different languages polish korean english german still We create the space of being able to manifest unity in diversity, an essential practice, an essential practice for bringing human beings together. When it comes to fixation, and fixated points of rejection, of hate, of misogyny, of racial hatred, of class hatred, of sexual orientation hatred. All of that is so much harder when we bring the human beings face to face so that neither of them can hide behind the concept of affirming or rejecting racism affirming or rejecting sexism affirming or rejecting whatever their religious belief may be and this although it might not seem as spiritual work at all or at work that goes into the direction of awakening ourselves. This is a fundamental manifestation and actualization of the understanding that this diversity, this pluralism in which we live here is none other than ourselves. Zazen, seated meditation, practice over time with dedication, combined with the actualization of that, what we gain as insight during our introspection can help us to get to this point, that we actualize openness, that we drop our opinions and preconceptions, even of those beings, when we meet them face to face, who we might discriminate against because they discriminate against others. So, in this sense, adversity is a great chance for each of us to open up more, to be more open, to be more free, to be completely accepting of that what ultimately is a manifestation of ourselves. Why do we get so upset about somebody being a racist? Because in the end, we see in that fixation our own being caught up. And it might just be being caught up in discriminating against those who discriminate. we have always to take yet another step forward. We always have to let go even more. And we all have to realize that in order to be truly complete, to truly embrace everything that exists without leaving anything out, we have to include everything, everybody, no matter how difficult that may be. When the Buddha looked up at the morning star and had his awakening experience, in that star he realized that All beings are Buddha, all beings are myself, this is myself.